solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk and news podcast. As always, I am John from Sports Guy Hickman. This show is brought to you by Rock Auto. With amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On Texans sent you their way. Of course, I would not dare think about doing this show by myself. I'm joined by the one and only Cody Davis, who was at practice today, <laughs> which will lead into what we will talk about for the show. And on this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to take a look at how important Tyrod Taylor will be for this organization for the upcoming season. And then we're going to close out this latest installment of Locked On Texans with some quick news and notes regarding the Houston Texans as they head closer to the 2021 season. But to get this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans kicked off, John and listeners... I kind of hate this first topic that we are going to discuss because over the last couple of weeks, this guy has looked good in practice, has had a pretty solid start to his NFL career when you take a look at his first two preseason games. But John and listeners, I think it's time for us to pump the brakes on Davis Mills just a little bit. Because during yesterday's practice, I had an opportunity to watch Davis Mills. And when I tell you that, for the first time in nearly two weeks, Davis Mills had a terrible performance at practice. He threw three interceptions and he overthrew his targets on multiple occasions. And what concerned me the most about Davis Mills' performance on yesterday, the majority of the mistakes that he made came when there was no pressure. Because the Texans were going through their seven-on-seven seven drills. There was no pressure up front for Davis Mills. And he was still making boneheaded mistakes that you don't want to see from a quarterback, even if he is a project quarterback, to say the least. And John and listeners, when I stood there and I watched Davis Mills struggle, it was another reminder that Davis is not ready to play on an NFL level. Yes, he has looked good through the first two preseason games. And you're talking about a guy who has completed 55% of his passes to go along with 227 yards. Over the last week or so, I have came on this show. I have written about it on the Texans Wire, how much better Davis Mills has looked when you compare it to the first week or so of training camp. But yesterday was just a reminder that Davis Mills still needs time to develop. Now, following yesterday's practice, I had an opportunity to speak to Pep Hamilton, the Texans quarterback coach who has worked alongside Andrew Luck. And of course, as we know, this past season, Justin Herbert in Los Angeles. I asked him how important is it to make sure that he get the appropriate amount of time to develop to become a quality NFL quarterback? And this is what he had to say. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, time on task is uh, is paramount. I think no, not not only the time that you spend watching film, but the grassroom time. It's uh, it's all it's virtually impossible to uh, to create the the pocket environment 
that they have to adapt to on game day. And so uh, having the opportunity to play in preseason games uh, going into this season compared to last season, uh, I think it'll, it'll help to get a better assessment and evaluation for uh, young quarterbacks all across the league. Now, John, before I give the floor back over to you, I do want to mention that there were times where I saw the good version of Davis Mills. But once again, watching him throw three interceptions, Oven throwing his targets when there's nobody pressuring him up front. That was a little bit concerning, to say the least. And I also want to throw in there as well, as bad as Davis Mills looked, Jeff Driscoll looked just as bad. This is an even more of a reason why Tyrod Taylor getting a good amount of time on Saturday is very important for this team. Number one reason why, we, we joke about it a lot. We may, we, we may laugh, but what happens if Tyrod Taylor goes down? That's not the laughing point. That what was next is, okay, who do you put in the game to win you some of these games? Nobody has been confident about Jeff Driscoll. And I really thought Houston should have looked at Josh Rosen, who ended up signing with another team. Um, once all of these cuts are made, I think that that's when they'll swoop in and try to pick up some of these quarterbacks to bring in and move on from Josh. I'm sorry for Jeff Driscoll, but a team that is making moves constantly to get better, get this roster more prepared, get this team more prepared because they're actually planning on winning these games. Something happens. Who, who do you trust to throw in there? Right. And as you mentioned, he did not have a good day at practice. And when I look at, when I look at not having good days at practice, I worry about what's going to translate to the field against other teams because you've been around this team for about two months now, going on two months, practicing, learning, practicing, learning, getting out there, getting some first team reps, getting some second team reps. So Davis Mills should be in a position where he's growing. And what we're seeing is Cody. Oh, and I wasn't impressed by Saturday's game, which is fair. I, I thought he looked good on a lot of those play action passes. I think that he needs to get better with his pocket presence, even though, there was a couple of times when he bailed out, made some good plays by using his feet, whether it be moving out of the pocket, throwing the ball away or whatever. He didn't take sacks, too many sacks. So that's that's good. But his ability to do it over and over again is what's been called in question. I'm excited to see Tyrod Taylor. I can't wait to talk about it a little bit more. But even more so, like, is it a worry now that Davis Mills isn't progressing? Like we thought. It's not. He's a rookie that was drafted in the third round. We, we know the story. Didn't have a lot of time in college. But if push comes to shove, the next man up mentality is something that really hurt Houston last year. At every position outside of quarterback. This year, if Tyrod goes down, the next man up for Houston may be detrimental to what their success could be for this upcoming year. Welcome back in, Texans fans, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As we alluded to in the first segment, we hinted on how important Tyrod Taylor will be for the Houston Texans for this upcoming season. And that is what we're going to talk about to extend on that ideal. On yesterday, Jeff Driscoll and Davis Mills looked terrible, and that's me putting it in a nice way. But Tyrod Taylor, on the flip side, might have had his best practice since the start of training camp. 
And what I love most about Tyrod Taylor's performance on yesterday, I can honestly say that he is starting to develop some really good chemistry with Brandon Cooks. And I wanted to focus on that a little bit because, John and listeners, I was a little bit concerned on whether or not Taylor and Cooks could play together. Especially when you consider the fact that Cooks is a guy who one of his best attributes is his ability to be used as a deep threat receiver. And we all know that Taylor throughout his career has been a little bit mediocre in making those type of plays. But on yesterday, I had an opportunity to watch Brandon Cooks and Tyrod Taylor connect on several plays. There was at least two, maybe three plays where well, Cooks and Taylor connected on a deep ball pass attempt. The chemistry between those two guys is starting to build. And I do want to mention that Brandon Cooks was not the only wide receiver that Tyrod Taylor was utilizing out there on the practice field. He was willing and dealing to guys like Nico Collins, Chris Moore, Kiki QT, nearly every single wide receiver on this roster Tyrod Taylor was making plays with. Yeah, I think Tyrod Taylor is in the best position. Of course, he's been in the last couple of years, and I think that has definitely helped his confidence. He's not looking over his shoulder, trying to figure out whether or not the number one pick will eventually take your job, and you had nothing to do with it. Like He just was ready to play, and they just benched you. Or you don't have to look over your shoulder because the, the next team that brought you in, they did the same thing. He was in the same situation two years in a row. But for me, um, with his confidence, we've already heard how command of this offense he has. He has a great command of this offense. He's built. He's been a leader for this team. And one thing that I know about Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod is not going to cost you too many games. He's not going to interceptions a lot of time. You're not going to get fumbles like that. You're going to get sound play. I think Tyrod is in a position where the offense can be tailored more to his liking than what it's been since his days in Buffalo, right? You got Brandon Cooks. I expect Brandon Cooks to be used a lot through the middle so he can get in some space, screen passes. And I do believe that in this type of offense with those two big receivers in Conley and Nico Collins with the tight ends around him, you know, he'll be in a position where we can see more 10 to 15 yards per throw than we've seen previously out of Tyrod Taylor. I think Tyrod is so important to this team because he's been there, he's done that. That's simple. Right? Buffalo hadn't seen the playoffs in almost 20 years. Tyrod Taylor came in and got him there. He's been there, he's done that. He's been on teams where they were expected to perform low and he was a part of the otherwise, right? He was a reason why that team said otherwise. And that's why Houston went out and signed him. Uh, they know that if he's available, if he's healthy, if he's going to, if he has an opportunity to win that starting job and not have anybody look over his shoulder, because he never had anybody in Buffalo that was going to really compete with him to be the starter. And the moment that they did, they had to go out and draft Josh Allen the next year, right? He's going to be good for this team. It's that plain and simple. One thing that Houston needs in order to make his life easier is to make sure they can run that damn ball. If we're looking at specifically how important Tyrod is, you're going to have a coach on the field with those players. 
also considering that he's surrounded by a lot of one to two year contract players. So they're going to go out and shine and play to the best of their abilities. Got those rookies out there, got those younger guys out there. He's going to be able to coach them up while on the field. Something that Driscoll and Mills are not able to do. So you have that coach on the field. You have somebody who commands respect. You got a leader. And regardless of what we think this team ceiling is, Tyrod Taylor for this team and how it's orchestrated this year is the best quarterback option not named Deshaun Watson. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are getting back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Online is your number one spot for all of pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapper expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Best podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Before we get out of here, let's talk about some quick news surrounding this Houston Texan team. Where was picked up by the Patriots? <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. And uh, what is going to get now? 50 targets this year, 672 yards. No, he's five not. touchdowns. No, he's that's not. What, is that's going to happen? No, he's not. You don't think that's gonna happen? First of all, you know, he, they, you know, you know, he's not you know, playing with Tom Brady, so that's definitely not gonna happen. That's you know no Bill disrespect Belichick, to Cam, but come on now. You know, Bill Belichick loves to bring in all type of players. You know, really quick, I, that is a little bit funny. Normally, it's the Texans getting former Patriots. It's never the opposite. Yeah. Now, and you know, what's funny. I was thinking to myself, I do this all the time, like especially considering what. With Houston and that pipeline in New England, when he got released, I said, "You know what? This is a perfect player that Bill Belichick go pick up, and he'll be a, a Patriot." Then that happened. Houston also released their third official, unofficial depth chart. Cody Tyrod Taylor, number one. Jeff Driscoll is still number two. Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay are still listed as the one one A running back. Brandon Cooks, Chris Conley will be the starting receivers. Kiki QT and Anthony Miller and Nico Collins will follow behind them. Farrell Brown, Jordan Aikens is still the top two tight end options with Brevin Jordan, the rookie. Max Sharpen has been listed at right guard. Titus Howard has been listed at right tackle. Titus Howard also said that he had no problem. He has no problem. Wherever Houston wants him to play, he'll do that to make sure that they have the best chance to move the rock and protect their quarterback. I love that, that he's so, I don't know, like he's willing, but goodness, I want him to stay at their left guard position. I think that'd be the best position for him. Also, Texans cut wide receiver Taewon Taylor 
the 5'11", 203-pound wideout who had caught 53 passes for 697 yards and two touchdowns through 35 games. So it looks like Houston is going to start cutting down that very bunched up wide receiver room. Cody, do you have anybody that you would that you want to see make this roster? Well, for me, John, the one receiver that comes to mind is Chris Moore. And yes, I understand he had a shaky career in Baltimore, but Moore is one of those players who has put together a very good training camp. What I liked about Chris Moore, um, he has versatility. You can line him up on the outside or you can line him up in a slot due to his speed. He is somebody that I could see the Texans using, especially considering that not only do you got to take into consideration injuries, but you also got to take into consideration with COVID as well. I don't think he is a guy who is going to be in the Texans game plan for the majority of the season. But if one of those guys like a Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks, Chris Conley, um, Kiki QT, if one of those guys go down, he can be a very quality piece that can step in and fill the void that those players might leave. Yeah, QT made a couple good catches on Saturday, too, man. He's mm-hmm. he's he's always in a position where he has to prove himself. Um, he's going to bounce back. I think he makes his roster. I think Houston can do just a couple of things to, you know, use him to add to what this offense can be. Under Tim Kelly, last year, QT ended the season hot. Him and Kelly was in a position where Bill O'Brien wasn't there anymore. He wasn't handcuffed. He was able to use QT and Fuller went down due to this uh, suspension. Players were going down. They needed somebody to step up uh, aside of Brandon Cooks. And QT was that guy. We ended I think he ended third on the team in receiving yards. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And I think this year will be the year where we, we're not going to see him get a lot of those targets that maybe we wanted to see the first half of the offseason. But I think he can be used to just attack defenses differently. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook as well. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are locked on Texans. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.